0: Hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you so much for joining my podcast. My name is Raite Osborne. I am the founder of Golden Joy Shine, where you can actually visit my webpage, www.goldenjoyshine.com, where we are creative life coaching slash ministry slash business. Um, As always, I want you guys to be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and challenged. And today I wanted to talk about something that's really important. I feel like God's placed in my heart to share. Um, and that, I don't really have a title, but today I just want to use a scripture, a few scriptures. I'm going I'm to reference a few scriptures. That's it. And then we're going to just talk and that's it. So the scripture I'm going to hone in is 1 Peter 5, 6 through 11. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you've suffered a while, perfect, established, strengthened, and settle you to him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever amen another scripture that um, I've been reading was uh, Matthew chapter 10 verses 1 through what was it 29 24 but you can go even past that and it's still good right so Matthew 10 I'll just some um, give a summation of that Jesus calls the 12 disciples right here, I'll just read this part. <laughs> so chap, verse one, chapter 10. And when he had, Matthew chapter 10, verse one. And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast him out and to heal all kinds of sicknesses, all kinds of disease. Now, the name of the 12 apostles are these. First, Simon, who was called Peter, Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus and Labaeus, whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon, the Canaanite and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. And it says the next one, Jesus, then the 12 Jesus sent out and commanded them saying, do not go into the way of Gentiles and do not enter a city of Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go preach, Saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons, freely you've received, and freely give. Provide neither gold, nor silver, nor copper in your money belts, nor bag for your journey, nor two tonics, nor sandals, nor staffs, for a worker is worthy of his food. I'm going to skip. Two verse 16. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves, but be aware of men for they will deliver you up to councils and scourge you in their synagogues. You'll be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should speak for. It will be given to you in that hour, what you should speak for. It is not you who speak but the spirit of your father who speaks in you um let's see a disciple the part I really really Um. skipping to verse 24 a disciple is not above his teacher nor a servant above his master it is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher and a servant like his master if they have called the master of the house bells above How much more will they call those of his household? Therefore, do not fear them for there is nothing covered that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. Let's talk about it. Uh, uh, uh. Let's talk about it. So the call, that's what we would call it. The call. Okay. It's, I, it's interesting that people, we're talking about people because Jesus talked about people. Not always bad. It's good because there's lessons and tools that we can gather from each other, right? And experiences that we can learn from that may not be our own. We do it all the time. The called. So, I'm going to try to connect the two scriptures. Because when Jesus called the 12 apostles, he called them regular men, right? Regular men, the synagogue would not... The, those who were in the synagogues would be like, What? Who are you? Right. Jesus called 12 regular men. And when he called them unto himself, that's the scripture, he gave them unusual power. Okay? He gave them instructions. He gave them warnings. He gave them everything I feel like they needed to be equipped as much as possible for their journey because they knew what to expect they knew what to do they're, That man what an awesome teacher right when we go through certain persecutions like this is like when somebody's talking about you I feel like okay they're talking about you they talked about Jesus look what Jesus said in that scripture um, Matthew chapter 10 he said that if they gonna call me Beelzebub you gotta expect to be called the same thing if they're gonna flog you into the like the synagogues, he's like, be ready to be, you know, challenged. Be ready to be persecuted. Be ready because you're doing things that they're not doing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say one more time. <laughs> God does not put us in environments and leave us instructionless. Can I say that? Did I make that word up? He always gives us the instructions to follow. Okay. And it's not for us to go about, you know, saying much, but when Jesus said, as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And then he says, go to work. Like, Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you've received and freely give. There's so many points. I want to touch on that. So when people think you've been mishandled, miss, um, hmm. Annoyingly mishandled, like God will put you in a place to catch you off guard, especially when you've already gone through some things in him, especially when he's already grown you up in some things. And, and I think some people believe that because the way it's packaged I've been caught this. This It's been a few years now. I've been just writing my notes. Is because the way a thing is packaged or a person's packaged, I cannot receive from you um because of what you look like or what or who I think you are. They did it to Jesus. Jesus like, if they gonna call me Bellza they demonized Christ in this culture. They did. Not everybody. But them head leaders. Yes, they did. Them head religious leaders, yes they did. They demonized him. They call him Beelzebub. They said, how can Beelzebub be cast out unless Beelzebub is casting himself out? Jesus checked them. You know, you can't be divided. A house cannot be divided against itself lest it falls. Right? So he told the disciples. Now, if I went through that and I'm your teacher, guess what you're going to be accused of? Because you're my student. You follow me. It's not a shock, you guys. It's... I'm going to put it this way. It's not easy going through certain things when God calls you to it, but you expect certain things to happen. I, I I know y'all like, it's not doom and gloom, but you expect certain things from people. You don't put them on a pedestal. You don't put them in a place of, of, of light. And then even when God sends you on assignment, there's people you don't even connect with in the first place. And then there's people that you disconnect from, right? You don't connect with them and you, and sometimes you have to disconnect for reasons. Again, there's God gives still There's still an assignment there. I still can't say everything yet. So as I look at the call of God on, on, on their lives, just through these few scriptures, he says, I send you out as sheep, a mist of wolves. Therefore be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. The call of Christ, the call of God. Let me, I, I want to put it all the way back to the dirt. All let's bring it all the way back to Jesus, all the way back to, to what we call ancient times, because God is bringing this back to now, Right? this, this way of, of, of preaching and saying things in, in a certain way and doing it a certain way and promising people certain things. We're not in that time. We're not in that time. So people will tell you that you've lost your mind. You've lost your power. You've lost this because all this, let me, it does not come from me. It comes from Lord, it, it, from the Lord. It doesn't come from you. It comes from God. Jesus says, I have given you power. The anointing that God gives is not our own. It's God's anointing, right? The words that he gives is not our own. It's his words. God's like, I'm bringing you back to the basics. I feel like he's bringing the body of Christ, his bride, his church, this world back to the basics of who he is. Because I think we have lost our way. And when people accuse you of losing your way, you don't lost your mind, you on some Island somewhere. I said, Lord, I need that. It's false. That's false. I'm going to call it what it is. It's false. You have to exercise when God is giving you authority and power, you cannot go around abusing that authority and power. Okay. He says, I've called you. So if you're called according to the word of God, God has already given you the power. Okay. The attacks come where I feel like people don't use the power that God has given them in their realm of influence with their own assignments. Jesus said, they're going to bring you up. They're going to accuse you. They're going to bring you in front of Kings. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. I mean, Jesus ran the list. And they weren't even called to the Gentiles first. They were called to the house of God, the synagogue. He said, go to the house first, go to the house first. People are, it's, it's, it's mind blowing to me right now. I'm like, Ooh, Lord, help us, help us to understand the real call of God, the real call of God. Because this is not something that can be monetized. This is not something that is is for show. It's definitely not the glamorous life. Again, when God talks about a healthy fear, let's talk about fear. Because I think that can be misunderstood too. And I'm going to go back to 1 Peter 5 and 6 with this one. Um, we'll look at Matthew chapter 10, verse 27 through 29. Whatever I tell you in the dark, speak it in the light and whatever you hear in the ear, preach it on the housetops and do not fear those who kill the body, but cannot kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both body and soul in hell and are not two sparrows sold for a copper coin and not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not fear. Therefore, you are more valuable than many sparrows. Okay. First Peter, therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, be v- vigilant, Lord, I can't even say it right, <laughs> vigilant, goodness because of your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour resist him steadfast in the faith knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world but may the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after you've suffered a while perfect establish strengthen and settle you To him be the glory and the dominion forever. Amen. Hmm. I have to check it because God knows me and him, my family, my friends. I'm just very protective. I am a protective person of my family and friends. Very protective and and praying about that, but I'm so protective. And so spending that intimate time with my family, spending that intimate time with my friends and the intimate time with God is so key. It's so key to, to what's going on now, because when God calls you to certain things and people misunderstand it continuously, like you're not working with enough information still, still not working with enough, enough information where you're in to midst of people. And they're going to accuse you of this. They're going to accuse you of that. They're going to accuse you of this. And, and it's not just local. I feel this is national and international for some reason. I feel a big crowd. I feel a big crowd watching I feel it so I feel it I just feel it um so God is sharing with us that expect these things these this shouldn't take us off this is not something that's shocking there's people around the world that are going through death they're being tortured they're being killed So when people come at you with accusations and talking stuff and talking about you, people like, well, you don't know what they said and you would really be upset if you really, really knew what they said and really was, "I, I don't care. Like you can't sit there and care. The focus has to be zero, like, like solid for me to, to, unless God tells me to take out time to handle that. I'm not handling that. That's a, that's, that's God's responsibility because he already given me the instructions and God has already told me what he will do and what he does. So these scriptures work twofold for me. One is working internally. The other one is not only working internally, but is working externally. So first Peter to me is more eternal. It's internal. Excuse me. When he says, humble yourselves, this is, there's a, a power in humbling your own self instead of God humbling you. Okay. When God gives he says, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, we have the power to humble ourselves. I'd rather humble myself and not be humbled by God. Mm-hmm. So when people are like, oh, you being weak, you, your power is gone. Take your power. No, God says, humble yourselves under the hand of God. So guess what? If I'm under the hand of God, I'm under God's responsibility, his protection, his care. And he says, I will exalt you in due time, not you, not nobody else, but me, the call casting all your care upon him for he cares for you through the tears, through everything else, through the smiles, through my time with him. I said, God's like, I got you. And I'm, I'm, I'm sharing this with other people because I'm like, God got you stay obedient. Stay the course. People will call you crazy. They'll call you distant. They'll call you um, um, unsure. They'll call you all kinds of things, but God says, "Stay the course. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Trust Him. Keep your mind sober. Be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion. So, man, you got to stay, stay on point. Keep watching. You know, stay alert. Is uh, in other words. I'll go back to the scripture. Be wise as serpents and gentle as doves. A serpent, a snake is really alert concerning um, the surroundings that they're in, right? It says, resist him steadfast in the faith. This is how you know that you can't get caught up in that stuff. You can't get caught up in gossip. You can't get caught up in other people. You can't get caught up um, in cliques, groups. I can't do that. We are focused. It's focused hour now. It's time to go to work. It's been time, but again, people will misunderstand it. And I, and I asked God again, this is for me. Cause I'm like, I'm, I can say it and say it. And I, and I looked at Jesus and I look at other people. They will say it and say it and say it. And your tribe will understand. I feel like spiritually, wherever they're located, he said, your brothers around the earth, they will understand my sisters around. They will understand wherever they are. They will understand exactly what I'm saying. But for those who keep coming (laughs) to my page, to my podcast, I'm like, Lord, help me to really help them if if that's for me to do. Right. If it's for me to do. Because people will keep accusing you and misunderstanding you. And I looked at the disciples. I said, you know what? Jesus was misunderstood. The disciples was misunderstood. And who are we? If we follow Christ, if we're doing what God says we're supposed to do, expect it. Expect it. And keep going. Because in time, in due time, God will do what God does. Right? He said, in due season, I will do... I will lift you up. I will exalt. I will do whatever I need to do in my time. He says, after you've suffered a while. So this goes, this is where I connect it. So as the disciples are going through they're being, they're suffering, they've gone through some stuff, right? Some of them were jailed, beaten, bruised, accused. I mean, like they went through some stuff, lied on, And even some were told the truth about them, right? But still, but still, but still they were doing the will of God, right? The scripture says here, but may the God of all grace, all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you've suffered a while. During those suffering moments, nobody wanted to talk about the patience. I'll go right back to it. Long suffering. Suffering is part of it. People don't want to talk about it. They wanna talk. You gotta talk about it. We gotta talk about it. Because in those in those moments where you've you've humbled yourself, you can't strike the sword every time. I can't get up and be like, ooh, God says, be harmless as doves. Uh you may want to be a Peter for that moment, but God said, like, nah. Jesus is like, "No, put down the sword." Be harmless as does but be wise. Don't be don't be slow. Like be wise. Be very alert. Coming back to 1 Peter, he's just repeating to me the words of Jesus. Be sober, be vill- uh, vigilant. I want to say that word so much. Be vigilant because of your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. I just had to tie that together to me. It just fits. So we humble ourselves, not God humbling us, right? The instructions are going to make you look some type of way to other people. Like I said, you pray for folk. Can't be concerned about it because life has to go on. And I can tell those who haven't been through certain things yet. I said yet because how they may interpret what you're processing. And you can always tell, and this is just in general, someone who's been through it because they're like, yep, yep. And they, you know, right off the top, got it, got it, got it. And then there's those who, you know, let me, find, let me, let me be quiet and let me learn a little bit more about what's really going on. Uh-huh. Because if I really want to know, I really want to ner- learn, then I can't sit here and keep talking and accusing them of stuff that's not really there. We need to give God more glory than that, more credit. I'm, I'm going to push it back up. I'm going to give God the glory and the credit and and the honor in this because he doesn't leave us blind or unwise. He doesn't leave us um, lacking power, even if I'm quiet, if I'm not posting on social media, if I'm not doing certain things, I could be in the face of God. I could be praying. I could be on a beach with my husband, watching the sunset. I could be signing up another client. People, people, people. I learned this too, just recently, that when people are so focused on other things, I pray for them because they're distracted. And when you're distracted, just like this, it says, "Be sober, be vigilant." I'm praying because attacks come when you're distracted. They come even the more when you're distracted, and like, oh, I ca- how did I not see that? I got caught off guard because we get distracted. The called, I mean, the scripture preaches itself; it speaks for itself. Um there's some things we should expect and people like you should be hurt. You, you should God is our Lord. If y'all only knew it's been 20 years already for me in this, you don't just lose yourself and lose. You just don't do that. When you really are diligent and focused and intentional about moves, you make about how you do things, how you connect to people, how you disconnect, whatever it is, when you're focused on that and God has been steady in your life, you just don't lose that. Mm-mm. You don't And when God has given it to you You just don't lose it You don't lose yourself You don't forget who you are Like David, it's like your, your heart is constant Like Paul, I think the heart is constant Like the disciples, your heart is constant Towards God When you've developed that relationship with God It's constant, believe it or not It's constant Again Those in the spirit Who are my tribe will understand it but I pray, I say, it's not for them to understand, those who already know. I'm saying for those who don't know, God. Help them to understand it a little bit more, a little bit more clear. Mm. Yeah, there's some things that we just have to do. And I don't know, I don't even want to go into the ideology of, of what we think. Christendom is in in America Um, because we have been spoiled I feel like to a certain degree Um, we have been blessed at the same time and God's true hand of grace and I feel like protection has been here with us Yeah, I just know that if you are going to be called if you know that you're called by God called by Christ unto himself there are things God's going to equip you with and and warn you about and instruct you uh, instruct instruct you about that will literally save your life but again it will still give God the glory Cause the ultimate goal here is what kingdom, right? That's the word kingdom. My husband loves that word kingdom, kingdom business. All of this is about God, not about us. When he says, humble yourself, we got to humble ourselves. Like I said, we have the power to humble ourselves and trust God that God said he going to do it. God said, whatever I have to go through, I have to go through. I just trust it. And the question is, I, I, and I, I'm not worried about my else's business, but I'm like, are you really called when certain things are happening? Because the interpretation to me, when it's spoken from someone's mouth, is is quite different. Now, does God call us to suffer all the time? No, because... First Peter already gave a clarity. It says, after you've suffered for a while, right? But there's suffering involved. But after you've suffered for a while, right? God has perfected you. He's established you. He strengthened you and he settles you. He does that. To him be the glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So, All I'm going to say is this, and I'm done with this subject because I love you guys. I definitely love God. I love that when you go through certain processes, I've always said this to my friends. They hear me talk all the time, of course, probably wore their ears out. But um, when you go through certain processes, God can hmm, get more than just glory out of us, right? I, I honor and I respect the scripture here. First Peter five, six through 11. He perfects us. He establishes us. He strengthens us and he settles us. You know, I talked about that patience part. Like God's like, I need to settle you. I'm gonna grow you. I'm a str- I'm going to strengthen you in the time that you need it. So that people will know that you are my disciples. You are my fruit. You are my sheep. You are my people. It ain't even about a preached word. They will just know. They should see the life, right? Oh, it's a process. (laughs) There's many processes. And you got to be willing to let God do the work in you. That's another thing. Be willing to let God do the work in you. It's not about perfection. It's not about, ooh, what they gonna say. Who cares? This is between you and God and for you to get what God wants you to get. This is nothing to brag about but it's between you and God and who cares what people say because you know the end result of that thing? You will be better. You will be stronger. You will be more equipped than you were before. So, I just want to share that little bit of word. That's it about being called because there's some things we should expect. It shouldn't catch us off guard. It's not a shock. God teaches us people skills. He teaches us how to (laughs) handle ourselves. We just got to practice it and trust God for the outcome and not take matters into our own hands. So I want to pray with you guys. And I hope again today you're inspired, motivated, encouraged, and challenged. I am praying that God blesses your hearts and your minds. And Lord, I just thank you, God, for my audience. I thank you for those active listeners and those who give me the responses and those who don't. Lord, I'm praying that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, God, and that the words that flow are truly from you. God, I ask that you bless the listeners. I ask you bless their um, households. Bless their walk with you, God. Teach each of us, continue to teach each of us your ways. Continue to grow us up, God, as we humble our own selves. Lord, just as your scripture says, you will perfect us, you will establish us, you will strengthen us and settle us. And God, just like the other scripture, Lord, you said, be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. So, in other words, Lord, help us to keep our hands clean. Help us to keep our mouths clear and our mouths clean. Lord, our hearts pure before you, God, because that is where the real work is, is in our hearts, and so, God, I pray that you cover each and every one of us, um, Lord, I'm praying for protection, I'm praying for growth, I'm praying for, um, provision, that the the call and the walk and this <laughs> this this journey with you God is rewarding it's not easy but it's definitely rewarding and there's comfort in your presence there's joy in your presence there's peace in your presence there's love in your presence God I I bless you today I love you and again I ask that you continue to bless my listeners as they continue about their day in Jesus name we pray amen well I hope you guys again Or inspired by today, challenged by today, motivated and encouraged. As always, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Be blessed.